0: 35, are of excellent passes, evenly distributed for the most part, these, in conjunction with the great longitudinal valleys of the system, offer transit routes from side to side in any direction, the Appalachian system is some 300 miles broad and 1,400 miles long, but it has many easy gaps among its parallel ranges, so that it offered natural go circuitous highways to the early winners of the west, the long line 400 miles of the Hindukush range, high as it island forms no strong natural boundary to India, because it is riddled with passes at altitudes from 12.500 to 19.000 feet. The easternmost group of these passes lead down to Kashmir, and therefore lend the state peculiar importance as guardian of these northern entrances to India. The Sulayman mountains along the Indo-Afghan frontier are an imperfect defense for the same reason. They are indented by 289 passes capable of being traversed by camels. The mountain border of Balochistan contains 75 more, the most important of which focus their roads upon Kandahar, hence the importance to British India of Kandahar and Afghanistan. Across this broken northwest barrier have come almost all the floods of invasion and immigration that have contributed their varied elements to the mixed population of India. Tradition. Epic and history tell of Asiatic Highlanders ever sweeping down into the warm valley of the Indus through these passes. Scythians, Aryans, Greeks, Assyrians, Medes, Persians, Turks, Tartars, and Mongols had all traveled these rocky roads, to arrest rest in the enervating valleys of the peninsula. Mountains folded into a succession of parallel ranges are greater obstructions than a single range like the Ur, Black Forest, and Vosges, or a narrow, compact system like the Western Alps, which can be crossed by a single pass. Owing to the simple structure the Western Alps were traversed by four established routes in the days of the Roman Empire. These were, I the Via Aurelia between the Maritime Alps and the Sea. Where now runs the Cornus Road, I.I., the mons at mont geneva Pass, 6080 feet or 1854 meters transcribers note, printers error incorrectly printed as kilometers between the headstream of the Dora Riparia and that of the Durance, which was the best highway for armies, I, 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 the Little Street Bernard 70-75 feet or twenty-one fifty-seven 57 meters, from Aosta on the Dora Balti over to the Iser and down to Alugdunumlia on IV the Great Street Bernard 8109 feet or twenty-four seventy-two meters route, which led northward from Aosta over the Penning Alps to Octoduris at the elbow of the Upper Rhone, where Mardini now stands, Across the broad double rampart of the Central Alps the Roman used chiefly the Brenner route, which by a low saddle unites the deep re-entrant valleys of the Adige and in rivers, and thus surmounts the barrier by a single pass. However, a shortcut northward over the Chalk Alps by the Fern Pass made closer connection with Augusta Vendelicorum Augsburg. The Romans seem to have been ignorant of the St. Goddard, which, though high, is the summit of an unbroken ascent from Lake Magier up the valley of the Ticino on one side, and from Lake Lucerne up the Reus on the other, mountains which spread out on a broad base in a series of parallel chains, and through which no long transverse valleys offer ready transit, form serious barriers to every phase of intercourse. The lofty boundary wall of the Pyrenees, a folded mountain system of sharp ranges and difficult passes, has successfully separated Spain from continental Europe, it has given the Iberian Peninsula, in the course of a long history closer relations with Morocco than with its land-neighbor France. It thus justifies the French saying that, Africa begins at the Pyrenees. The Andalusian fold mountains stretching across southern Spain in a double wall from Trafalgar to Cape Niwe, accessible only by narrow and easily defended passes, enabled the moors of Granada to hold their own for centuries against the Spaniard Christians. The high thin ridges of the folded Jura system, poor in soil and sparsely populated, broken by occasional, cluses, or narrow water gaps admitting the rivers from one elevated longitudinal valley to another, have always been a serious hindrance to traffic, such mountains can be crossed only by circuitous routes from pass to pass, ascending and descending each range of the system, the Central Alps, grooved by the longitudinal valleys of the Upper Rhone, Rhine and Inn, make transit travel a series of ups and downs, the northern range must be crossed by some minor pass like the Gemmai. 7553 feet or Panix or 7907 feet to the longitudinal valleys, and the southern range again by the Simplon 6595 feet, San Bernardino 6768 feet, Splugin 6946 feet or Septimer 7582 feet to the pole basin, across the corrugated highland of the Hindukush, lying between the plains of the Indus and the Oxus. The caravans of Western Asia seek the market of the Punjab by a circuitous route through the Hajikak past 12.188 feet or famous gates of Bamiyan over the main range of the Kush, By the Ame pass over the Pitman Mountains to Kabul at 5740 feet, and then by gorges of the Kabul River and the Kibar past 6825 feet down to Peshawar. This road presents so many difficulties that caravans from Turkestan to India prefer another route from Murr up the valley of the Hiri rub through the western hills of the Hindu Kush to Herat, thence diagonally southeast across Afghanistan to Kandahar, and thence by the Bolan Pass down to the Sindh, the broad, low series of forest mountains consisting of the Vindhai and Khymur Hills, reinforced by the Sapura, Kalabat, Gwilgar Ranges, Mehadiyo Hills, Michael Range and Shushia Nagpur Plateau as a secondary ridge to the south, forms a double barrier across the base of peninsular India. It divides the Deccan from Hindustan so effectually that it has sufficed to set limits to any Aryan advance and massay southward. It kept southern India isolated, and admitted only later Aryan influences which filtered through the barrier. To people accustomed to treeless plains, these wide belts of wooded hills were barrier enough. Even a few years ago their passes were dreaded by cartmen, most of the carriage of the country was affected by pack bullocks. Even when roads were cleared through the forests, they were likely to be rendered impassable by torrential rains, where a broad, complex mountain system contracts to narrow compass, or is cut by deep re-entrant valleys leading up to a single pass. The transmontane route here made by nature assumes great historical importance. The double chain of the mighty Caucasus, from 120 to 150 miles wide and 750 miles long, stretches an almost insuperable barrier between the Black Sea and the Caspian, but nearly midway between these two seas it is constricted to only 60 miles by a geographical and geological gulf, which penetrates from the steppes of Russia almost to the heart of the system. This gulf forms the high valley of the Tarek River, beyond whose headstream lies the Darial Defile 7503 feet or 2379 meters which continues the natural depression across to the short southern slope. All the other passes of the Caucasus are 3,000 meters or more high, lie above snow line and are therefore open only in summer. The Dario Pass alone is open all the year around. Here runs the great military road from Vladikavkaz to Tiflis, which the Russians have built to control their turbulent mountaineer subjects, and here are located the Ossetes, the only people among the variegated tribes of the whole Caucasus who occupy both slopes. All the other tribes and languages are confined to one side or the other. Moreover, the Ossetes, occupying an exposed location in their highway habitat, lack the courage of the other mountaineers, and yielded without resistance to the Russians. In this respect they resemble the craven-spirited Kashmiri, whose mountain wall veil forms a passway from Central Asia down to the Punjab, the Pass of darial owing to its situation in a retarded Brenner corner of Asia has never attained the historical importance which attaches to the deep saddle of the Brenner Pass 4470 feet in the Central Alps, uniting the re-entrant valleys of the Inn and Adige rivers only 2760 feet above the Inn's exit from the mountains upon the Bavarian Plateau. It forms a low, continuous line of communication across the Central Alps. The Brenner was the route of the Chimbri invading the Po Valley, and later of the Roman forces destined for frontier posts of the Empire on the Upper Danube. In the Middle Ages it was the route for the armies of the German emperors who came to make good their claim to Italy. By this road came the artists and artisans of the whole North Country to learn the arts and crafts of beauty-loving Venice. From the Roman roadmakers to the modern railroad engineer. With the concomitant civilization of each, the Brenner has seen the march of human progress. Farther to the west, the wall of Highlands stretching across southern Europe is interrupted by a deep groove formed by the mountain-flanked Rhone Valley and the Pass of Belfort or Burgundian Gate, which lies between the Vosges and Jura system, and connects the Rhône road with the long rift valley of the Middle Rhine. This pass, broad and low 350 metres or 1148 feet marks the insignificant summit in the great historic route of travel between the Mediterranean and the North Sea. From the days of ancient Etruscan merchants to the present, this was the route of the invading Teuton hordes which the Roman Marius defeated at Sextiae, and later, of the Germans under Ariovistus whom Caesar defeated near the present Mühlhausen. Four centuries afterward came the Alemannians, Burgundians and other Teutonic stocks, who infused a tall blonde element into the population of the Rhone Valley. The Pass of Belfort is the strategic key to Central Europe. Here Napoleon repeatedly fixed his military base for the invasion of Austria, and here there was directed one division of the German army in 1870 for the invasion of France. The gap is traversed today by a canal connecting the Doubs and the Rhine and by a railroad, just as formerly by the tracks of migrating barbarians. The natural depression of the Mohawk Valley, only 445 feet 136 meters above sea level, is the only decided break across the entire width of the long Appalachian system. This fact, together with its ready accessibility from the Hudson on the east and Lake Ontario on the west, lent it importance in the early history of the colonies as well as in the later history of New York. It was an easy line of communication with the Great Lakes, and gave the colonists access to the fur trade of the Northwest, then in the hands of the French. So when French and English fought for supremacy in the New World, the Mohawk and Hudson Valleys were their chief battleground, elsewhere the broad Appalachian barrier held them apart. Again in the Revolution, control of the Mohawk-Hudson route was the objective of the British armies mobilized on the Canadian frontier because it alone would enable them to company operate with the British fleet blockading the coast cities of the colonies. In the War of 1812, it was along this natural transmontane highway that supplies were forwarded to the remote frontier, to support Perry's fight for control of the Great Lakes. The war demonstrated the strategic necessity of a protected, wholly American line of water communication between the Hudson and our western frontier. While the commercial and political advantage was obvious, Hence a decade after the conclusion of the war, this depression was traced by the Erie Canal, through which cascade long lines of boats to build up the commercial greatness of New York City, other structural features being the same. Mountains are barriers also in proportion to their height, for, with few exceptions, the various anthropogeographic effects of upheft areas are intensified with increase of elevation. Old, worn-down mountains, like the Appalachians and the Ural, broad as they are, have been less effective obstacles than the towering crests of the Alps and Caucasus. The form of the elevation also counts. Easy slopes and flat or rounded summits make readier transit regions than high, thin ridges with escarpment-like flanks. Mountains of plateau form, though reaching a great altitude, may be relatively hospitable to the historical movement and even had a regular nomadic population in summer. The central and western Tian Shan system is in reality a broad, high plateau. Divided into a series of smoothly floored basins and gently rolling ridges lying at an elevation of 10.000 to 12.000 feet above the sea, its damiers or plains of thick grass, nourished by the relatively heavy precipitation of this high altitude, and forming in summer an island of verdure in the surrounding sea of sun-scorched waste, attract the pastoral nomads from all the bordering steppes and deserts. Thus it is a meeting place for a seasonal population, sparse and evanescent but its uplifted mass holds asunder the few sedentary peoples fringing its piedmont, the corrugated dome of the Pamir Highland, whose valley floors lie at an elevation of 11.000 to 13.000 feet, draws to its summer pastures guy shepherds from north, east and west, and their flocks in turn attract the raids of the marauding mountaineers occupying the Hunza Valley to the south. The Pamir, high but accessible was a passway in the 10th century for Chinese caravans bound from Serica or the Land of Silk, to the Oxus River and the Caspian. Here Marco Polo and many travelers after him found fodder for their pack animals and food for themselves, because they could always purchase meat from the visiting shepherds. The possibilities of the Pamir as a transit region are apparent to a Russia, who in 1886 annexed most of it to the government of Bukhara. Mountains are seldom equally accessible from all sides. Rarely does the crest of a system divide it symmetrically. This means a steep, difficult approach to the summit from one direction, and a longer, more gradual, and hence easier ascent from the other. It means also in general a wide zone of habitation and food supply on the gentler slope. A better commissary and transport base wins to make the final ascent, whether in conquest, trade or ethnic growth. Mountain boundaries are therefore rarely by nature impartial. They do not umpire the great game of expansion fairly. They lower the bars to the advancing people on one side, and hold them relentlessly in place to the other. To the favored slope they give the strategic advantage of a swift and sudden descent beyond the summit down the opposite side. The political boundary of France along the watershed of the Vosges Mountains is backed by a long, gradual ascent from the same lowland and faces a sharp drop to the rift valley of the Middle Rhine. Its boundary along the crest of the Alps from Mont Blanc to the Mediterranean brings over two-thirds of the upheft area within the domain of France, and gives to that country great advantages of approach to the Alpine Passes at the expense of Italy, with the exception of the ill-matched conflict between the civilized Romans and the barbarian Gauls. It is a matter of history that from the days of Hannibal to Napoleon III, the campaigns over the Alps from the north have succeeded, while those from the steep Rimpole Valley have miscarried. The Brenner route favored like the Chimbri hordes in 102 BC and later the medieval German emperors invading Italy from the Upper Danube. The drop from the Brenner Pass to Munich is 2800 feet, to or over to an equally distant point on the Italian side. The road descends 3770 feet. The inequality of slope has ethnic as well as political effects, especially where a latitudinal direction also makes a sharp contrast of climate on the two sides of the mountain system. Except in the Roman period, the southern face of the Alps has been an enclosing wall to the Italians. The southern cultivator penetrated its high but sunny valleys only when forced by poverty, while the harsh climate on the long northern slope effectively repelled him. On the other hand, Switzerland has overstepped the Alpine crest in the province of Ticino and thrust its political boundary in a long wedge down to the lowland of the Como and the Alpine race spilling everywhere over the mountain rim into the inviting pole basin, has given to this lowland population a relatively broad skull, blonde coloring and tall figure, sharply contrasted with the pure Mediterranean race beyond the crest of the Apennines, the long northward slope of the Alps in Switzerland and Tyrol, and the easy western grade toward France, have enabled Germanic and Gallic influences of various kinds to permeate the mountains, a strong element of blonde, Long-headed Germans mingles in the population of the Aar and Rhine valleys up to the ice-capped ridge of the Glerner and Pernese Alps, while the beryl German speech has pushed yet farther south to the insuperable barrier of the Monte Rosa group. The abrupt southward slope of the Himalayas has repelled ethnic expansion from the river lowlands of northern India, except in the mountain valleys of the Punjab streams and Nepal, where the highland offered asylum to the Rajput race when dislodged by a later Aryan invasion or when trying their energies in expansion and conquest, the Tibetan people, whose high plateaus rise almost flush with the Himalayan passes, have everywhere trickled through and given a Mongoloid mountain border to Aryan India, even though their speech has succumbed to the pervasive Aryan language of the Piedmont, and thus confused the real ethnic boundary. See map page 102. The retarded and laborious approach of British influence up the steep ascent to Alhasa, as opposed to the long-established suzerainty of the Chinese emperor in Tibet, can be attributed in part to the contrasted accessibility from north and south. Mountains influence the life of their inhabitants and their neighbors fundamentally and variously, but always reveal their barrier nature. For the occupants of one slope they provide an abundant rainfall, hold up the clouds, and rob them of their moisture, to the leeward side they admit dry winds, and only from the melting snow or the precipitation on their summits do they yield a scanty supply of water. The Himalayas are flanked by the teeming population of India and the scattered nomadic tribes of Tibet. Mountains often draw equally clear-cut lines of cleavage in temperature. The Scandinavian range concentrates upon Norway the warm, soft air of the Atlantic westerlies, while just below the watershed on the eastern side Sweden feels all the rigor of a subarctic climate. In history. 2. Mountains play the same part as barriers. They are always a challenge to the energies of man. Their beauty, the charm of the unknown beyond tempts the enterprising spirit, the hardships and dangers of their roads daunt or baffle the mediocre. But by the great ones whose strength is able to dwarf these obstacles is found beyond a prize of victory. Such were Hannibal, Napoleon, Suvorov, Genhis Khan, and those lesser heroes of the modern workaday world who twilled across the Rockies and Sierras in the feverish days of 49, or who faced the snows of Chilkoot Pass for the frozen gold fields of the Yukon, for migrating, warring and trading humanity therefore, the interest of the mountains is centered in the passes. these are only dents or depressions in the great uplifted crest, or gaps carved out by streams, or deeper breaches in the mountain wall, but they point the easiest pathway to the ultramontane country, and for this reason focus upon themselves the travel that would cut across the grain of the earth's wrinkled crust, their influence reaches far, the Brenner, by its medieval trade, made the commercial greatness of Augsburg, Radisbon, Nuremberg, and Leipzig to the north, and promoted the growth of Venice to the south, the Khyber Pass and the gates of Herod in Afghanistan have for long periods dominated the Asiatic policy of Russia and British India, the Mohawk Depression and Cumberland Gap for decades gave direction to the streams of population moving westward into the Mississippi Basin in the early history of the Republic, where Truckee Pass, 70-17 feet makes a gash in the high ridge of the Sierra Nevada. The California Trail in 1844 sought the line of least resistance across the barrier Mass and deposited its desert-worn immigrants about the Sacramento Valley and San Francisco Bay. There they made a nucleus of American population in Mexican California and in 1846 became the center of American revolt. While modern engineering skill, especially when backed by a political policy, may cause certain passes to gain in historical importance at the cost of others. The rule holds that passes are never quite insignificant. Their influence is persistent through the ages. They are nature-made thoroughfares, traversed now by undisciplined hordes of migrating barbarians, now by organized armies, now by the woolly flocks and guardian dogs of the nomad shepherd, now by the sumpter mule of the itinerant merchant, now by the wagon trains of over-mountain settlers, now by the steam engine panning up the steep grade, nowhere does history repeat itself so monotonously, yet so interestingly as in these mountain gates, in the pass of Roncesvalles, notching the western Pyrenees between Pamplona in Spain and St. Etienne in France fell the army of Charlemagne surprised and beset by the mountain tribes in 778, through this breach the Black Prince in 1367 led his troops to the victory of Mavorite, in the Peninsular War a division of Wellington's army in 1813 moved northward up this valley, driving the French before them, and by this route sold advanced southward across the frontier for the relief of the French forces shut up in Pamploma. The history of Palestine may be read in epitome in the annals of the Vale of Jezreel, where the highlands of Palestine sink to a natural trough before rising again to the hill country of Galilee and the mountain range of high Lebanon. This was the avenue for war and trade between the Nile and Euphrates, between Africa and Asia. Here the Canaanites expanded eastward from the coast, cutting off northern Israel in Galilee from Samaria and Judea. Here Gideon turned back the incursions of the Midianites or western Arabs. Here was the open road for Assyrians, Egyptians, for Greek armies under Antiochus and Roman armies under Pompey, Antony, Vespasian and Titus. Here there came the Saracens from the east in 634 AD to route the Greek army, and later the Crusaders from the west, to secure with castle and fortress the ski to the Holy Land. Finally, here there came Napoleon from Egypt in 1799 on his way to the Euphrates. The historical importance of Passes tends to increase with the depth of the Depression. Since the lowest gap in a range relegates the others to only occasional or local use, and with their rarity, in consequence of which intercourse between opposite slopes is concentrated upon one or two defiles, the low dips of the Central American Cordillera is to 262 feet 80 meters at Panama, 151 feet 46 meters in the Nicaraguan Isthmus, and 689 feet 210 meters at Tuante Peak. Present a striking contrast both orographically and historically to the South American Andes, where from the equator to the Uspelada or Bermjo pass 12.562 feet or 3842 meters back of Valparaiso, a stretch measuring 33 degrees of latitude, the passes all reach or exceed 10.000 feet or 3000 meters, the southern or penning range of the Alps, stretching as a snow-wrapped barrier from Mont Blanc 90 miles to the central alpine dome of the St is notched only by the great street Bernard and Simplon Passes, which had therefore figured conspicuously in war and trade, since very early times. The Pass of Thermopylae, as the only route southward along the flank of the Pindus system, figures in every land invasion of Greece from Xerxes to the Greek War of Independence, all movements back and forth across the Caucasus Wall have been confined to the Pass of Daryl and the far lower Pass of Durban, or Pile Albaniae, of the Ancients which lies between the Caspian and the last low spurs of the mountains as they drop down to the sea. The latter, as the easier of the two passes, has had a longer and richer history. It alone enabled the ancient Persians temporarily to force a wedge of conquest to the northern foot of the Caucasus, and it has been in all ages a highway for peoples entering Persia and Georgia from the north. It has so far been the only practicable route for a railway from the Russian steppes to the southern base of the Caucasus. While Vladikokas and Tiflis have direct connection by the military highway over the pass of Dariel, The railroad between these two points makes a deer of 300 miles to the east. Intermarine mountains as a rule offer the easiest pass while east where they sink to meet the flanking seas. The Pyrenees are crossed by only two railroads. The bayon d'Urgos line, along the shore of the Bay of Biscay, and the Narbonne-Barcelona line, overlooking the Mediterranean between these extremities the passes are very high and only two are practicable for carriages the call de fifty to eighty feet or sixteen ten meters between the valleys of the Têt and the upper segre and the port de Canfranc, seventy five oh two feet or twenty to eighty eight meters on the old roman road from saragossa to Alern. the coastal road around the eastern end of the chavio hills has been the great intermediary between england and scotland it was the avenue for early teutonic expansion into the scotch lowlands be thoroughfare for all those armies which for centuries made perfect a chronic battleground. For purposes of trade these intermarine mountains are less serious barriers, because they can be avoided by an easier and cheaper sea route. Hence on each side of such ranges grow up active ports, like Narbonne and Barcelona. They and Bilbao, with San Sebastian, on the Piedmont seaboard of the Pyrenees, Petrovsk and Bako on the Caspian rim of the Caucasus balancing the Crimean ports and Poti with Trebizond on the Black Sea. Analogous is the position of Genoa and Marseille in relation to the Maritime Alps. Such ports are inevitably the object of attack in time of hostilities. In the Peninsular War almost the first act of the French was to seize Barcelona, San Sebastian and Bilbao, and throughout the seven years of the conflict these points were centers of battle, blockade and siege. If Russia ever tries to wrench the upper Euphrates Valley from Turkey, Trebizond will repeat the history of Barcelona in the Peninsular War, as the world's roads are used primarily for commerce. Pass routes rank in importance according to the amount of trade which they forward, and this in turn is decided by the contrast in the lands which they unite. The Ace of the Alps and the Pass of Belfour have been busy thoroughfares from the early Middle Ages, because they facilitate exchanges between the tropical Mediterranean and the temperate regions of Central Europe or the contrast may be one of economic and social development. The Mohawk Depression forwards the grain of the agricultural northwest in return for the manufactured wares of the Atlantic seaboard. The passes of the Asiatic ranges connect the industrial and agricultural lowlands of India and China with the highland pastures of Mongolia, Tibet, Afghanistan and Russian Turkestan. Hence they forward the wool, skins, felts. Cloth and carpets of the wandering shepherds in exchange for the foodstuffs and industrial products of the fertile, crowded lowlands, where passes open a highway for inland countries to the sea, their sphere of influence is greatly increased. San Francisco, New York, Marseille, Genoa, Venice, Beirut and Bombay are seaports which show their importance in no small degree to dominant pass routes into their hinterland. In plains and lowlands, highways may run in any direction expediency suggests but in mountain regions the pass points the road, in very high ranges there is no appeal from this law, but in lower systems and especially in old mountains which have been rounded and worn down by ages of denudation, economic and social considerations occasionally transcend orographical conditions in fixing the path of highways, scarcely less important than pass or gap is the avenue of approach to the same, this is furnished by lateral or transverse valleys of erosion. The deeper their re-entrant angles cut back into the heart of the highlands, the more they facilitate intercourse and lend historical importance to the pass route. The alpine passes which are approached by a single valley from each side are those crossed by railroads today. Monsignus, Simplon, St. Goddard and the Brenner. The alpine chain is trenched on its inner or southern side by a series of transverse erosion valleys, such as the Dora Balti, Sesia, Tosa, Ticino, Etta, Adige and Taliamento, which carry roads up to the Chief Alpine Passes. The coincidence of the Roman and medieval roads over the Alps with the modern railroads is striking, except in the single point of elevation. Railroads tend to follow lower levels. Modern engineering skill enables them to tunnel the crest, to cut galleries in the perpendicular walls of gorges, and to embank mountain torrents against the spring inundation of the roadbed, where it drops to the valley floor. Where gaps are low and the approaching waters are navigable, at least for the small craft of early days, they combine to enhance the historical importance of their routes. The Mohawk River, navigable for the canoe of Indian and fur trader, greatly increased travel and traffic through the Mohawk depression. The Pass of Belfour is the greatest historic gateway of Western Europe, chiefly because it unites the channels of the Rhône, Somme and Rhine. Lake Lucerne brings the modern tourist by boat to the foot of the railroad ascent to the St. Goddard Pass, as the long gorge of Lake Magier receives him at the southern end. Lake Magier is the water outlet also of the Simplon Pass from the Upper Rhone, the Lutmannier 60 to 88 feet or 1917 meters from the Heather Rhine, and the San Bernardino 67-66 feet or 2063 meters from the Hinter Rhine. This geographical fact explains the motive of Swiss expansion in the 15th century in embracing the Italian province of Ticino and the upper end of Lake Magyar. A significance like that of the Swiss and Italian lakes for the Alpine passes appears emphasized in the Sodni fjord of Norway. This carries a marine highway a hundred miles into the land, from its head. Roads ascend to the only two dents in the mountain wall south of the wide snowfield of the Jotunfjeld and they lead thence by the valleys of helling Pelters down to the plains of Christiania. Genuine mountain passes have only emergency inhabitants the monks and dogs of the hospice, the road keepers in their refuge huts or cantonier, or the garrison of a fort guarding these important thoroughfares. The flanking valleys of approach draw to the